Butas Network. Hi, this is Devin Track from the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. In this episode, the hosts talk about what's new for Kill Team and about the new codex that just came out, Orcs. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me as always is Ashley. Hey guys. And JF. Well, hello there. <laughs> and today we're going to be taking a look at the newest releases for Kill Team and also a little talk about Codex Orcs. But as always, we like to catch you up on what we've been doing, hobby-wise. So today we'll start with Ashley. Alright, I've been doing all kinds of stuff. So, I've been working on my kill teams. You know, slowly. I've been working on the guys from the box set, the Mechanicum and the... Um, oh my goodness, Geostomite Cult. Completely escaped me from up there. Uh, They're going slowly but surely. I've I've been putting a little bit of time into them um, in between random illnesses. Um, so they're not going along as quick, quite quickly as I'd like to. Um, and I actually haven't played a game since the last of a game of kill team, at least since we last recorded, although I did play some 40 K um, regular 40 K in, in the meantime. Um, but that's sort of what I've been up to lately. Painting wise. Um, the, um, the local hobby shop has started doing a monthly painting event Oh, cool. Um, which is which is really cool, yeah. So so a friend of mine uh, put that together, and he's he's been hosting that at our local game store. And so it's uh, the third Sunday of every month. And uh, this was this this last time was the second time, and I was painting um, some of the Rogue Trader guys uh, for a friend of mine, which actually I also definitely need to finish. Um, in addition to my own kill team, <laughs> um, those models are so great. I don't know if you guys have inspected them very carefully or not, but the the Rogue Trader guys are really cool models, and I'm, I'm painting them um, in the style of the box art. Uh, so they're they're you know they're really turning out quite nicely. Um, it makes me definitely want to go out and buy my own uh, Rogue <laughs> Traders now because I really like the models. Um, I also didn't have to put them together, which was nice. He, uh, my friend put them together for me, and then was like, "Hey, paint these." Um, and so that's that's what that's what I've been up to, sort of non-gaming wise. I haven't looked at the Rogue Trader models up close. I've seen them uh, on the table in a game of Kill Team, though. They do look very nice. I uh, I may have a new Kill Team in my future. <laughs> All right, so JF, how about you? I haven't been doing as much as I want. I've been mostly putting together some gene stealers and other random turn-in models I'm going to need in the future. It's really nothing super exciting because I haven't really dug into the big conversions I want to do because I need an orc codex to make those lists. So in, instead of spending my time doing editing and, and other things that are boring to our listeners but take up too much of my time, I'm really getting the 40k itch pretty bad mm. myself you, Matt? uh i so i currently am uh am not working so i've had some time to paint so i uh was working on some shade spire warbands i've been posting those on our uh, facebook page i painted the stormcast the um skeletons and then the the latest guys the um the night hunt 
Uh, so I've been enjoying that. What a cool model that is. Yeah, and, and it's, it's just nice just to paint, you know, three to seven models, and, you know, you get to, the experience of painting it, maybe a, an army that you haven't painted before, and then, you know, they're just done. You're, you're done with it. You don't have to paint anything else. Um, so that's been fun. I've played, been playing lots of Kill Team. Uh, I've been running the organized play for Kill Team at my local hobby shop. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so it, we're in a, we're just about to start week six, I think. Yeah, week mm-hmm. six. Um, so yeah, I think there's probably about 20 people signed up, probably 15 people that play regularly. So that's been a lot of fun. Uh, got a couple games of 40K in there, too. One of my friends is starring a Thousand Suns Army. So, of nice. course, I had to play my Harlequins against him. Um, <laughs> and then my brother had to play his Space Wolves against him, too. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. Uh, getting some 40k in as well, and actually I got just a, last week I got a, uh, a, a in the middle of the night got a smack of inspiration for uh, the crystal brush. Um, so I have this idea for uh, the diorama category. It's not 40k related, um, but Gosh. I don't want to. I still want to hear about it. Well, I'm not I'm not going to share it with listeners yet because uh, um, they'll steal your ideas. They, well, my target date for this is 2020, so. Oh, I oh so yeah, long time. So there's I actually plenty really of time need to sit down to, and think about mine too. To steal ideas from me, but um, plenty of time for me for me to steal that idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll weasel it out of you yet. <laughs> I'll share it with you guys. That's later. what we should do. We should all we should all get the same diorama idea yeah, and right. see how we how we interpret it differently. <laughs> we think get that three would be fun. Of the exact same thing. No, no, we would just come up with, with an idea, and then oh, however oh, we yeah, executed yeah. it, you know, working with that theme or idea or maybe a particular model, and then see how we execute it differently. That could be a fun thing. That would be interesting to see what we all came up with. May the best man win. <laughs> and, uh, and which we'll talk about later on this episode, but Games Workshop was kind enough to send us a orc codex, so I busted out the Stompa kit that I bought several years ago. And I've been messing with that, because Stompas are awesome. Yeah, I, I learned that. Like, I I'm disappointed at how many points there are, because I want, like, three Stompas. Are you I also mean, not disappointed about how much they cost? <laughs> ah, no, they're not that expensive. I Actually, well, I don't know how much they are, because I bought one when they first came out, because that was the first big model kit they did. So I'm I was like, pretty I sure they're one. over a hundred dollars now. Oh yeah, yeah, probably like night night price, but still, I mean, I think it's the biggest model in in the game. Quite so, possibly, yeah. Yeah, uh, but that's it for me. Um, I'm gonna start, like I said, working on working on some orc stuff just to try and get something on the table because the codex is very cool. I want a copy yesterday. <laughs> I need to know things from it. Well, when we get to our talk about Codex Works, I'll answer as many questions as I can. It's more of a, I need to know everything from it. Ah, that's true. <laughs> um, you don't want much. Yeah, no, just, no. Just I'm, everything. I'm keeping it cool. <laughs> All right, but, uh, you know, Games Workshop with uh, Kill Team has been really rolling out the releases. Um Lots of kill zones. We got a few more ones like the Wall of Martyrs, um, which is a very cool sort of like frontline bunker terrain set. 
and they also released the Commanders expansion, which, have you guys looked at that at all? That's up for pre-order now, right? Uh, it's actually out. It's been out for a couple weeks. Then I am thinking of something else. <laughs> um, so the Commanders expansion lets you add, well, Commanders to your kill team, whether it's a Death Watch Watchmaster or uh, an Orc War Boss or something along those lines. Um, mm -hmm. Really, they, uh, they're quite a lot of points. Um, you know, the normal kill team, kill team game is 100 points, but all the scenarios that use the commanders actually double it to 200 because I think a, like a Death Watch Watchmaster is 120 points by himself. Oh, um, yeah, that's a bit. That's a really uh, quick fight if you've just got the one model. Yeah, so they so they so all the, the commander supplement comes with missions in there, and they all make it a 200-point kill team game instead of 100 points. But... So if you so if you want to use a commander, you have to play one of the missions in the commander book. It doubles the points to two hundred, but a you know a uh, uh, imperial guard lieutenant still you know just about whatever points there are in the actual game, so thirty forty points. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna have way more guys, regular troops, if you're gonna play imperial guard as compared to space marines. You know if you have a watch uh, lieutenant or something like that. Mm -hmm. But they still do maintain. Um, they still have those high number of wounds, and they have some aura abilities, and they all get their own stratagems they can use in the game, too. So it has an interesting element to the game. I'm really curious to look into it myself. I'm mostly interested because I like the idea of... It's something I think we've talked about, how expansions would allow to possibly bring different types of units and different types of missions. Mm -hmm. to to help move kill team not just from being its own game but being sort of a, a, a progression from having small kill teams into eventually fighting small 40k games basically the perfect gateway drug yeah i i definitely agree with you and um you know gw has said that they plan on supporting it for a long time and with the rate of uh of release so far I mean, they got to be probably pushing towards that, or like we'd said before, scenarios with tanks or, or monsters or something along those lines. Exactly. Unfortunately, right now they're they're going so fast, and I have so many other things on my plate. I I have to force myself, which is very unpleasant, but to not delve too deep into it. Like I, I can, I'm I'm, I'm going to keep playing the occasional kill team game, but I need to prepare stuff for Adepticon. I need to have so much to do and now they're putting out more kill team stuff and I really would love to add some of these commanders to to, to my two my kill teams I already have and I can't I can't I do think, it. I think I might actually make kill team my focus for Adepticon. Nice. I think that's I've... my I think that's my compromise here. Um I'd have to bring fewer models, which when flying is nice. Um mm. I sprung for the fancy kill team um foam set that they were selling when the set when the when it first came out um you could fit two kill teams in there quite nicely um i i am pretty sure that's what i'm gonna do i mean they have like 25 boxes out now for this or something crazy like that i am 99 percent sure i'm gonna go buy some of these rogue trader guys because they're just too cool for school um i have six different kill team armies I could use right now, and if I dug around in my closet, I could probably make it 12. 
Um, so there's no shortage of options. I just kind of have to decide, I guess, what I want to paint and what I want to play with. But that's how I think I'm going to compromise here is I think instead of, you know, bringing a whole army and playing, you know, probably in the friendly, I might do some kill team oriented stuff instead. It's really tempting to me. I've, I'm way too attached to the friendly and I've already committed with, to being on a, on a team tournament team. So this year, I can't scale back like that, but I can definitely see the appeal of doing so. I I, I have a plan on because this year is going to be my ninth year on the team tournament. Um, I'm figuring I'm at least going to do ten years because you know there's a certain symmetry to it, and then I might just depending because this is going to be the first year where we have kill team events, where we have t Titanicus events where there's a lot more variety of things going on. So I'm, I may decide that a decade of team tournament has been enough and look, <laughs> I take, take this year and maybe next to have a look at what else I can do with my Saturday, Sunday and, uh, and, and move on from there. I mean, I, I, I've had a good run. Yeah, it will definitely, you know, as far as GW goes, getting, expanded with the different types of events that that you can actually play in now it's interesting to see what's going to happen um whether it it draws like you were saying draws people away from the team tournament letting new teams that just have never been able to get in get in or you know will you see a flood of new players in all these other events like kill team and titanicus and shade spire i'd like to do some shade spire too but i don't have that much money to be buying a whole bunch of new stuff but you know i'm you know i'm gonna do it anyway probably <laughs> yeah I, I think um the new set's good because they reprinted a bunch of the basic cards i don't know if you even if you have, did you get the starter the first starter set i did yeah okay so you probably don't need um it's it's good what there's an online card builder right to make your deck so mm -hmm. <clears throat> what people have been doing is they've been looking through that to bu actually build the deck and then find singles somewhere. So, you know, to, because, you know, you might want to put one card in from one expansion or borrow it from somebody else because you might want to put one card in from one expansion, but, you know, then you have to spend $30 on the entire expansion to get it. That's not, that's not unreasonable. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. Uh, I love, sh I mean, we've been playing a lot of Shade Spy recently around in my area, and I think it's a, it's a great game. It's a lot of fun. There's too many things to do and not enough time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't tried it yet, but everybody tells me how awesome it is. Time. Yeah. Never enough time. Time's always the killer. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, I of where they're going to go with, if we even find out, but where they're going to go with Shade Spire next. Uh, not Shade Spire. Uh, Kill Team next. Because um, they released all the commanders in one go, right? That was last week yeah. or the week before. Yeah, they, they dropped like 10, 10 of boxes. them or something. Yeah. yeah, 10 boxes or something. And the rules, so we'll see what happens. Um, see if you get anything else before the end of the year or if they're going to push into next year. But it sounds like they're really pushing uh, you know, this to be one of their main games, which is good. Because like, like JF was saying, you know, it's a, it's a gateway in. If you had been, if you, even if you pick up three or four of the kill zone boxes you have, enough terrain for a whole table of 40k oh yeah absolutely. Oh, in, in a minute and they're all you know 
good deals for what you get. And just like the, when we talked about the starter set, all the terrain guys and uh, models in there. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. But probably I'm, I'm curious. I especially like the idea of different types of expansion, but I think that's gonna probably wait until 2019, which is good. I need a break. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. They gotta yeah. they gotta slow down on this stuff a little bit. Um, but probably the the biggest news as of late is is Codex Orcs, the long-awaited Codex. Now, Orcs, what is that? I've never heard of Orcs. <laughs> I players, longtime players like Jeff and I will will remember Orcs as the other guys that always came in the box set. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's from a long time ago though. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't think of a single person that I know who plays who doesn't have those orcs still, like, sitting around in their closet. Yeah, some orcs kicking around. They were... Mm-hmm. I gave... Oh, wait. Well, I, I mean, they were, the, they were the second edition box set. I believe mm-hmm. they were the fourth edition box set. Third edition was, uh, was the new Dark Eldar. Yeah. Fourth edition? Yeah, no, third edition was Dark Eldar. Fourth edition... I think you're right. Fourth edition was Battle from a Crowd, right? Um, oh, no. yeah, so maybe it was... No, Bal- I could be wrong. I think battle battle was either it was either fourth or fifth because because there was the the box that, that had the death copters in it. Death mm-hmm. copters in it. Oh um, my god, I forgot about those. Yeah, you know the really cool death copters that are now impossible to get. Yeah. <laughs> Although, on the other hand, I don't own any of the pre-made death copters because death copters are pretty much a blast to convert from other yeah, anything. things. Anything. Yeah. If if you if you have leftover things that look like engines or that you can make into any type of propeller, you just need to buy a box of orc bikes and add that to them. Yeah, and there I think, you go. You know, I think that's to me anyway. Why orcs is one of the the most fun armies to to do is because when it comes to vehicles or copters or whatever, you can kind of just make them out of whatever you want. As I because. As we know from the fluff, orc stuff works because they think it works. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what it looks like. Um, orcs are like the toddlers of 40 kids. Yeah, it's pretty much. wonderful. I just love it. <laughs> They're the best. <laughs> You're just old enough you don't have to change them anymore, but you can still play make-believe with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with so with the new orc codex, we also get uh, some new... Vehicles for the orcs, buggies. Uh, there's four four different buggies that they released, and also the Death Killer War Trike, which is a, an HQ choice and has the awesome orc with a shotgun. Which was a long time coming. I feel the shotgun is a specific weapon for mayhem, and the orcs are all about mayhem. So and he's got that great uh, that great mask on his helmet. I don't know if you guys saw the model up close. No. And we also got, um, like I said, four new vehicles, four buggies covered in very, uh, very Mad Max looking. Oh, they really are. It's, I just love them. I'm so stoked about seeing these, some of these on the table. I see, see, this is where I'm kind of ambivalent. I am not one of these buggies doesn't make me gloriously joyful. I, I giggle with glee whenever I see them. They all look awesome. There's so many possibilities. But on the other hand, 
all it is is buggies. It's just everything that's new is just wall to wall buggies. And I'm I'm a little disappointed we didn't get anything anything else. There's like five or four or five different ones and like why why couldn't we get something else that's weird? I'm just There's also the terrain too. Not that that's you know, for the game, but for for Ter- use in the game, I mean, but terrain has a use in the game. Well, I meant rules. like as far as models, you know, for your army go. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 just a one of the things that's kind of endemic to orcs is how weird, wonderful, varied, and crazy they are. And mm-hmm. in in the within the category of vehicles, the buggies that they gave us meet all of these criteria. But if you look at the orc army as a whole, having only buggies feels kind of unorky because it's not as varied and, and crazy and, and wonderful as you'd expect from an orc release. So I I mean I'm I'm happy. Like I there's 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 a very high chance that at some point I'm just going to buy a bunch of buggies. I've already got bikes. I've already got the uh, the old Forge World trike for for an HQ. So it, it, it's all stuff that's going to look great if I slap it back into my army and, and add it to what I already own. It's going to happen. I'm going to be happy, and it's going to be great because orcs are fantastic. I just, I don't know. I was kind of hoping for, for at least one other model that was going to, like, blow my mind. Yeah, and I can, you know, looking I, at the actual I codex, that. I can kind of, I felt the same way you do, but I can kind of see why they did it because um, there actually, there are quite a few options in the army for the or codex but the thing that was lacking was speed freaks right because speed freaks you had bikes and trucks mm-hmm. and maybe i mean kind of def copters, but they didn't really have a lot of other choices if you wanted to play a speed freaks army so uh, i think maybe that's why at least for now anyway they pushed the uh the different um buggies because i mean before we had war tracks and scorches Mm-hmm. And and it's 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 fine. It's going to be great, and it in a way it also leaves room for them to add more stuff later. Like I was kind of hoping maybe we'd get like oh an orc knight or something, and that would have been rad. I mean we've got the Morkanon Gorkanon, but it's not the I was same. Gonna, I was gonna say, do you really do you really lament not having a knight when you've got those and the Stampa? Like come on. Uh, I guess I guess you're right. It seems it seems a little it's, greedy to me. Yeah. <laughs> Fine with that. I'll 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 wear the mantle of the greedy one. I call me a free Buddha. I don't care. <laughs> and actually what's um what's interesting is Scorches no longer exist in the codex. Interesting. What? You Wait. sure? What no? Yeah, I mean I was just, I was looking at the um index and I don't see scorches on here, but um, one of the uh, which one is it? I think one of those new vehicles comes equipped with, uh, with flamers, so I think that's supposed yeah, to be but, the replacement. But, yeah, that's what about people that have scorches as models? I don't see them on here. They're they're not an up- upgrade for Ludas or anything. Like can Lusas Ludas take scorches or something? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't... I know they have Ludas. Oh yeah, definitely. I like that's so the only thing I don't see that used to exist is scorches. I guess it could be worse. But yeah, but I, I mean I think 
like I said, one wait, of wait, the, wait, uh, wait. We're, we're talking Scorches. Are we talking Burner Boys or? Nope, Scorches, like the vehicle with the... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, that's gone. Never mind. You're yeah, right. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I, like... I don't know why I had in my brain that you were talking about Burner Boys. Oh, no. Burner Boys is still there. 100%. Probably because... Is the didn't, weapon... they, didn't they put out a new kit for them? For I Boys? think they may have reboxed. There's oh, a plastic kit. All right, fair kit. enough. I think it's uh, it's Burner Boys and it's Luda's and Burner Boys in one box, and you can make them either way. Uh, yeah, they've always gotcha. been like that. They, they've been reboxed to have thirty-two millimeter bases, like yeah. every all like the all else. the infantry. Yeah. I gotcha. So I think the biggest upgrade that orcs got in the new codex, and this is any orc unit, so not your Gretchen or your um, you know mech guns because those are all all uh, Gretchen, but the biggest rule they get is it's called here we go, and when you roll a charge, you can roll any or all of your dice. That's right, any or all. So you roll a six and a one, you just re-roll the, the one. If you roll two ones, you can re-roll them both. And there's plenty of uh, ways for them to advance and charge, or uh, they can roll three dice when they charge if you use a stratagem. So, yeah, I think that's probably the, the biggest upgrade that orcs got. Every orc unit has that rule. What about Deca, Deca, Deca? Yes, every every orc unit also has that rule. Which, um, yep, so that's the one where if you roll a six to hit, then you get to make another shot with the weapon. And that is pretty much on, like, Stompas have that. Right? Oh, my so, goodness. Yeah. That's perfectly orky. It's very orky, but it's also terrifying. Yes. <laughs> they they had, I, I mean, I'm curious to see how they actually behave on the tabletop, but they seem really strong with those army rolls. I, but it's one of those things too, where right, you have it's um, they have to roll a six to hit to get that extra shot, and across the board, um, for, you know Gretchen hit on fours for mm-hmm. for shooting, and also like your flashes and stuff, those those guys hit on fours, but everybody else shots they hit they hit on fives. Yeah, so it's 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 a boost, but it's a boost that's mitigated by their natural weakness of just being terrible at shooting. Yeah, exactly. So, and I guess this is where the genius of it comes in because it feels very orky by being extremely loud and noisy and wasting a lot of ammo, (laughs) but it only makes it marginally more effective unless you're really lucky. So, I mean, as far as something being orky, you can ask for much more. Oh, yeah, definitely. I always figured that orcs don't really aim. They just shoot in a direction and hope they hit something. Yeah, because it's... Aiming, why? I mean, just shoot enough like, times and you'll hit it. Yeah, like, I always pictured, like, all their aircraft, just as soon as they hit the ignition button, the guns start firing, and they're just flying around with shooting guns. Yeah, spray and pray. Like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's what's great about orcs, is that you're not just playing to have fun. You're... Have you're playing models that are, if they were sentient, also having fun? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, they still maintain their, uh, they still have their their mob rule, right? So you can use um, the leadership characteristic for the number of models in the unit, or 
the number of models in another friendly unit within six um, that has the same ability. So big mobs better, right? Because you're gonna you're gonna lose boys. They only have a, you know they have that paltry five plus, uh, six plus save. Yeah, uh, that's uh that's gonna hurt. It can be a six invulnerable, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it does. It, it is kind of painful when you look at it, but then when you, um, so I mean, they like I said, they did go up a few points, but they're still cheap. So let's say a full mob of boys is a little more than two hundred points. Um. And they still maintain there, if you have 20 or more models, you get the plus one attack. And choppas give you plus one attack as well. Right? So if you have a uh, a unit of Slugger and Choppa boys, they're throwing three attacks if you get 20 or more guys. And then Gazgul Thraka still gives them another attack, so that if you're playing Goths, you get four attacks. A, a boy, so... 30 boys is 120 attacks, which is a, uh, with, um, the Goff special rule, their clan rule is that if they roll a six, to, it's like, it's like Daka, 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 but for close combat, right? So if they roll a six right. in close combat, they get to make another attack. So. That's, um, that's a lot. That's, that's, yeah, that's so much. If you like to roll a boatload of dice, Orcs <laughs> is the army for you. So they, they need to buy the like smaller that. dice. Yeah. So you can roll more at the same time. No, what you want to do is have very, very large dice yes. so that you can roll all of them and make sure they're dice that are complicated to read. That's not cool, yeah. man. <laughs> it's like, well, I just stacked with all those boys, so here's 120 dice. They're going to make a lot of noise. And then we need to figure out how uh, how well they, they – they, what exactly the results were. Enjoy. <laughs> Tables and, um, aren't big enough for that. <laughs> you know, a lot of the units you can add um, squigs or different types of uh, Gretchen, like ammo ammo runs they call them and stuff like that. So, lots of cool little things you can add to all your all your different units. Maybe they give you a reroll or something like that. Um, now, the the, weird, the thing with the Orc Codexes though is that there's only two troops. There's boys and there's Gretchen. That's all you got for troops. Wasn't it always like that, though? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Necrons, right? They have Immortals yeah. and and uh, just regular warriors. Necron Warriors. But, I mean, if you want to play an elite army, um, you can get your three troops worth of Gretchen for less than 100 points. Not bad. And then fill the but rest you don't out. have to do that now. No, no, you don't. You right. Can just, with all the you can just grab one of those you know, particular detachment or formation, well, detachments, and just... Not have any troops if you want. Yeah. Yeah. But the boys are pretty efficient. <laughs> uh, we still have, you know, mechs. Mechs with shock attack guns. Uh, you can get your custom force field, which still provides that f nice 5 plus rebel save for anything that's completely within 9 inches, um, which is nice. There is a stratagem where you can double that to 18 inches if you need to. Luda's, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Free Buddha's got a little better, I think. Um, their guns are a little bit better, a little stronger, and they do... Oh, you're talking about flash kits, right? Oh, yes, flash kits, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, their guns do a little more damage. They're two damage now instead of one, and they're strength six instead of strength five. Um, 
They're also more accurate, I believe. I don't, I don't yeah, five uh, kits were really accurate before. I mean, I'm Flash, sure they're still not. Yeah, that's one of the few things with a BS of four plus. Hmm. So they are a little bit more accurate, and they count as the. Uh, so what? What I thought was cool is that Freebooters is one of the orc clans you can pick, and uh, Flash kits just automatically count with Freebooters as their as their clan. So my orc army is going to be pirate themed. So I'm going to have lots of free uh, flash kits in there. I am so excited about that. I am making an eye patch and hat for my Stompa. Oh my god! Are you going <laughs> to paint? Are you going to give them the striped pants? Oh maybe. I haven't gotten oh, to the paint scheme yet. Oh, this be so good. The Stompa oh, will have a peg leg though. Oh my god! I'm so excited. I want. <laughs> I want all the pictures. Um, See, that's going to be a good army for uh, for the friendly. Yeah, that would yeah, be awesome so. for the friendly. You got to bring like a little orc like pirate flag. You got to make like your own little sigil. Oh, for there's them. a pirate flag on the back of the stump. But you know, so you, you got to design like a sigil that they can. Oh all... yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just do the orc skull and crossbones. Ah, uh, it seems cheating. Mm, you got to make it your own. <laughs> I'll figure something out. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. And we did get the uh, the terrain piece that that actually mentioned before the Mechboy Workshop, which is interesting. Um, so in order to use it, you have to have a uh, a vehicle close to it, and it has to spend a turn. Basically, um, it has it has to do nothing, right? So at the end of the movement phase, it has to be within one inch of it, and it can't shoot or assault for that turn. Um, but you can pick. Uh, a few things you can either have it um, you the next on the next turn after it sits there for a turn you can increase its move by six um, you can regain d3 lost wounds or if you have a, any of the weapons that shoot a random number of shots you can pick one and it's maxed out the next turn hmm. um, and then every any time you do one of those things you roll a d6 and if you roll a uh, six, uh, you get it called. It says you get something special. So, um, if you picked more speed and roll a six, you get to add one to your charge rolls for the rest of the game. If you healed yourself and roll a six, you get to add one to your toughness characteristic for the rest of the game. And if you choose more DACA and roll a six, you get to add one to the chosen weapon's damage characteristic for the rest of the game. Um, so it's interesting. Uh, I don't know how I feel about sitting there for one turn doing nothing. Yeah. I I think it's the kind of thing that's probably good for early game um, power, where maybe you spend your first turn next to that thing after deployment. So you don't have to go to it to get your boost. You immediately get it. So you can yeah. get on on turn two. You've got that this one boosted vehicle to help take down something specific. And, and it could be good if your if your opponent um, you know, leaves a bunch of stuff in reserve or something like that. Um, definitely useful there. It's only eighty mm-hmm. points, so it's not that expensive either. You know, it's oh, not a huge nothing. point sink. Um, especially um, you know, I think the repair is nice. Uh, there's a, you have tons of stuff in your army that can repair. Um. Which is cool gameplay-wise, but in a certain way, it's the least orky addition they've made. 
Well, but the nice thing, it's it's all your mechs, right? I'm, there's just there's like four different kinds of mechs you can get. Because a uh, mech with a shock attack gun is a separate thing from uh, a mech just to a, a mech in mega armor, right? Those are all separate entries. Um, mm-hmm. But it actually, the nice thing that they clarified, because I, I immediately thought of, well, I'm just going to take a stomp and like eight mechs. But they all say you can only be repaired once a turn, so you can't break well, that's it. Good. No, yeah. That's good. That's a good, a good way to, to word it, to avoid exactly that. And we'll talk about my favorite unit now, the Stampa. Um, I can't imagine why that would be your favorite. <laughs> it actually is is self repairing. It has a uh, 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 they call it a Stampa Rig Crew. So every turn you can just roll in and on a two plus regain D three wounds. So Pretty legit, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. So the Stampa is if you're playing a two thousand point game, it's almost half your army. Um, Which is fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it also has 40 For wounds. For the size of it. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, I mean, just visually, oh, yeah. getting, getting uh, you know, I don't know, an orc mech as your HQ, like a big mech as your HQ, filling up on just as many boys as you can and have them run around at the foot of a stompa, <laughs> if that's your 1,200 points... That's going to look freaking amazing. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of boys to paint, though. Yeah, it's just, it's so much firepower. Like the Def Cannon, which is the main armament, right? Heavy 3d6, strength 10, minus 4 AP, d6 damage. Good lord. So with a good enough roll, that's uh, a knight off the table. Wow, that's just, that's most anything off the table. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a nice stratagem for two CPs where your more your DACA da- uh, more DACA or what is actually goes off on a five or six instead of just a six. <gasps> what? Oh yeah. That's murderous. It's insane. That means that it would would ballistic the, the, the way ballistic skill works for most orcs is if you hit, you get to attack again. Yes, exactly. Insane. And insane, well, Matt. My fa- my favorite weapon is the the super Gatler, um, which is it's heavy three d six, strength seven minus two AP one damage, but you can shoot it up to three times a turn. So you shoot it, and then you can choose to roll as long as you roll a two plus, you can shoot it again. And then after you shoot it that time on a five plus, you can shoot it again. If you fail any of those rolls, though, you you have run out of ammo and cannot shoot it for the rest of the game. So it can it can pretty reliably shoot twice a turn. That third one, if you if you really wanna if you really need it and need to, you know need to push it. And I mean, if you're playing orcs, chances are you probably you are gonna, gonna want to push it. You're yeah. pro- you're gonna be shooting it twice twice a turn, right? Yeah. I mean, to me to me, you're saving your command point reroll in the shooting phase for that you know one in six times when you roll a a a one on that shooting it the second time. Let me, let me put it to, to you this way. I'm not, I'm not going to shame anyone if they don't push it, but if they don't push it, I, I will subtly shake my hand and head in shame. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <sighs> and, of course, it has that huge chainsaw arm, which, uh, just like the, the knights, can you can either smash or slash. Smash doubles your strength from 10 to 20 and does a straight 6 damage. 
And so as long as you're not too wounded, you'll be you'll have six attacks hitting on a three plus. Six damage apiece at strength twenty, which is awesome. I mean, they'll mess up your average vehicles pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna hurt. And of course, being a, a huge representation of Mork or Gork, you get a, a reroll on morale checks within six. Hmm. And those are big enough to make that a, a fairly reasonable range. Oh yeah, that's a big that's a big bubble. I think we're gonna see a lot more happy orc players in the future. Yeah, I mean there's nothing um not to like about this codex unless you had tons of scorches. <laughs> All the Clan cultures, which is the uh, you know the the rules that your army gets as long as they all have the same same clan, all seem pretty good. Um, my favorite is because I'm kind of playing probably is the freebooters, but uh, add, it's add one to the hit rolls for attacks made by models with this culture. If any other friendly unit with this culture within 24 has destroyed an enemy unit this phase, so I just imagine my stop hitting on four pluses instead of five pluses with all the shots. Lots of great, really neat stratagems. You know, they have... Of old time players may remember that if Line of Sight was drawn through Grotz, you got a 5-plus invuln save, and if you pass it, a Grot died instead. Um, they now have sort of a, a lookout sir kind of thing where you can spend a command point, and if somebody's shooting at you, one of your things, and there's a, a unit of Grishin within 6, you can roll a die in on a 2-plus, a Grot dies instead. Hmm. So a little bit like uh, kind of like Tau Shield drones, uh, Tau drones almost, <laughs> except crueler. Which right? Yeah, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you have your your typical stratagems, which is um, you know you can put guys off the board to start uh, to teleport in. Um, one of the ones that I thought was really cool was they have one called boarding action. So I the, read that. That's insane. <laughs> at the end of the fight phase, if you have an any, if you, there's an enemy vehicle that cannot fly within one inches of one of your vehicles, um, any model that is embarked on your vehicle can make a close combat attack against the vehicle. So, like tank buses running around in a in a truck is pretty cool. Um, you can loot tanks when they blow up to get yourself a little better armor save. Oh yeah, I think I mentioned the the one that. Um, you, you, the more DACA, which is that DACA, DACA, DACA goes off on a five or six instead of just a six. That, yeah, that one was good. You did mention that. Um, and, you know, they have just kind of the usual stuff, you know, fight again at the end of the fight phase. The kind of thing that everybody gets. Uh, you know, there's clan-specific stratagems uh, across the board. Um, the Goff one lets you upgrade uh, units, a unit of boys to Scar Boys, which... Skyboys aren't in the Codex anymore. That was something from the Codex Armageddon way back in 3rd edition. Uh, but it made some Strength 5, which is kind of kind of cool. Um, do you guys have any questions? Unfortunately not. Like, what I really need is sit down with points and decide what I'm going to do. I need to stay away from it entirely because I have too many projects already. <laughs> And I, I'm happy that I don't have that problem, but unhappy that I, I need to I need to paint 2,000 points of heavily converted orcs for Adepticon. I'm worth in trouble. It. Totally worth it. 
Well, we'll see. Hopefully I can manage it. <laughs> I may have bitten off more than I can chew. I really think, um, you know, any... This this feels like the orc codex that orc players have been waiting for. Uh, it's got all your all your weird wacky stuff, um, but not so wacky. I mean, I'm sure, like I said, longtime players remember when the the randomness was so much that you couldn't actually sit down and play a regular game with orcs because it was just too random. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely not that bad. But there's still enough wackiness in there to make it feel like an orc codex. Weird boys still get the the plus one for for large units near them, um, and can still you know blow up if they roll too high. Good because we need those to blow up. Weird boys got to blow up. It, it doesn't make sense if they do. Um, the psychic powers, which I'll let you guys know about. The my favorite one was called the crunch or duck crunch. Um, so. Warp charge value of 8. If manifested, select an enemy unit within 18 inches of the Psyker. Roll a d6 for each model in the unit. For each roll of 6, that unit suffers a mortal wound. Then roll 2d6. On a 10+, plus, you get to roll d6 for each model in the unit again. So it's like the the uh, foot stomping up and down. Uh-huh. And you can also... Um, they have the... The, uh, the jump, which is sort of like an instant teleport spell, which is kind of neat. So drop, uh, jump you guys across the board. But everything's everything, like yeah. I said, besides Scorchers is still in there. Storm Boys, Flash Kits, Gorkonauts, Morkonauts, Ludas. All that great stuff. Bone Breakers, Gun Wagons. It's all still there. I'm very eager for it. Um, now, I mean, you've answered most of the questions. I think, I think we've talked about orcs efficiently in the past that you kind of knew what to anticipate like my big question was obviously is it going to be wacky fun because that's what i need from my orcs and yeah you, <laughs> you already like answered it. it's going to be wacky fun you know and i think the just the the re-rolling charge rule really makes takes them up a, a huge huge step it's right it's gonna that... be rough <laughs> Very curious to see how it's good. That's going to turn out. Yeah, no, I mean, I, mean th- I think that that was the problem with them before, right? Is they were so squishy, but you get them up there, and then they'd fail the charge, and then it would be oh, okay. Well, I'm out of luck. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really just a question of seeing how they actually behave, because obviously, like you, you look at, at some rules on paper, and you go. You're, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I mean, they used to get killed really easily, but at the same time, you had so many of them. Yeah. So, oh, I lost I, I got, I lost this this one unit of boys on a charge, whatever. I've got two more, and they're dirt cheap. But at the same time, I mean, they've, they have increased the points of boys. It, it, it feels like they've balanced it out, and I'm, I'm just – I'm eager to see how it actually plays out. And, I mean, I say that, but the reality of it is, it, of it is I don't really care. I just want the cool units that yeah. look dumb and do <laughs> dumb things. I'm, try- I'm trying to look at it from the point of view of an actual 40k player, not just whatever dumb thing I'm doing. Yeah, I know what you mean. All right. Well, uh, in our next episode, we're going to have a couple guests. Uh, Caleb is coming back. Uh, they get a from CK Studios. They got a, a big announcement that they wanted to share with us, so we'll have them on. And also, our good friend Terrace over at Gignition Tours, 
asked us to let you know that he just released his classic RPG retreat. You're going to be traveling out to Lake Geneva to play where D&D was created. Some great legends such as Ernie Gygax, the son of Gary Gygax, and Jeff Leeson, who wrote one of the uh, most popular old modules for D&D, will be running games. You're also going to be able to see some very cool places like the home of Gary Gygax. And uh, it's going to be a really great trip heading out to Lake Geneva to play D&D on the classic RPG retreat. So please head over to geeknationtours.com and check that out and sign up. Space is limited. Uh, but until then, you know, please reach out to us on Facebook. Uh, post pictures of what you're working on. Let us see your cool orc conversions. Or whatever you're converting or painting. We'd love to see what, what's going on out there. And um, we will see you in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhas Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhas Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhas Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies.